Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back. So today we are going to talk about a juicy topic that I know a lot of you struggle with. And I know that a lot of you struggle with this because I hear from you daily in my DMs. I see it on your questionnaires for the Shred program. Um, So what we're going to talk about today is overeating and specifically late night overeating or when we're bored, um, which is typically late at night when we're getting to sit down on the couch after the kids are in bed or after we've got all of our work stuff done and we get to sit down for a few minutes and watch a TV show. And um, I feel like we typically get to this place where we just like mindlessly eat or um, maybe we plan for like a small thing and it just kind of like snowballs into a larger thing. Um, But anyhow, I wanted to talk about overeating for those of you that struggle with it, again, specifically late at night. Um, This isn't going to be like a a beat you up podcast episode. This is um, know that you're not alone, that there are tons of us. And I say us because I've been there um, and I still do this sometimes that struggle with overeating, especially at night. Um, But the good news is, is I have some tips for you guys today that can help you combat that. And um, yeah, just some tangible things that you can take with you moving forward to help you get past the overeating. And if you do do it, then how to uh, move forward from that as well. So um, like I said, I think the majority of us have either um, currently struggle with this or have struggled with it in the past. So um the first thing that I was just going to touch on, and it's going to sound like the easiest thing because it is the most like simple, easy thing that you can do to like nip this in the butt, um, is really editing your environment. So keeping, um, like close inventory of what you keep in your house. Um, so if you know that there are certain things that you just have very little self control around, it's probably a good idea to, not keep them in the house, especially if you're in a dieting phase. I will let me just rephrase and like and say that um, because I know a lot of people when they tend to like overeat on these things, it's because they're they're dieting and they're restricting calories, and so it's easier to, especially if you're somebody who like is totally restricting and over restricting. It's easy to get carried away once you do give yourself like a taste of that thing. So again, um, the the most simple thing. Um, it might be to just keep it out of the house. So if it's some, you know, cereal or certain candy or ice cream, maybe, I don't know, you know what it is for you. If you have a hard time with it, um, keep it out of the house. If it's something that maybe you keep for your kids, um, maybe it is like certain candies or Pop-Tarts or ice cream or something like that, maybe push it to the back of a pantry where you don't have like full eye view of it when you walk into like the pantry or the freezer or the kitchen, you know, wherever in the kitchen. Um, Put it somewhere where it's not like literally at eye level where you're like staring at it all the time and it's like taunting you. Um, So that's another like trick that you can do is like just keep it out of your sight. 
Um, the other thing I'll say on this is um, something you can do because I'll hear people say, well, I have a hard time with like potato chips or pretzels or like certain candies. Um, like I just want to like sit down with a bag of it. So you can buy, um, like if it's something you can get in the little like individual size packets, um, the hundred calorie packets, even like chips that are in like the, um, what you'd send in like your kid's lunch, the small like bags of them are like 140 to 170 calories for like the bag versus like sitting down with a bag of Doritos and eating like six to 800 calories because you just can't stop. (laughs) So um, if you can get it like an individual like portion sizes, that is um, something that's easier to keep in the house too that you can actually like control the portion with. I highly recommend that. That way you're not having to like totally keep it out of the house. Um, just get the like smaller snack sizes or individual portions. That way, again, you can sit down with it without getting crazy. Um, so the second one is um, one of my favorites and it's planning ahead. So it's pre-logging your food, ideally the day before. So this is what I recommend to clients, um, especially if you are someone that is newer to tracking. Um, it's really helpful if you sit down the night before and don't get again caught up in like the macro Tetris is what I tell people where you're trying to hit like each specific macro. Just make sure you're working within your calorie budget and that you're hitting your protein goal. Like make that your first thing that you're logging um, all your meals and things and like getting your protein in. And if you're somebody that has a sweet tooth like me, I always logging a dessert after dinner is a non-negotiable that always goes in like first and foremost, even, and especially if it's something like my son's birthday, I, you know, I wanted birthday cake. Um, and so it's one of those things I'll put that in. And obviously that is something that is one very calorie dense and two, it is made up of carbs and fat. So it has very little like next to no protein in it. So my meals throughout the day, I knew to have like cake that I would need my meals to be heavier in protein. And I'm, you know, might have to like scale back on a little treat or something earlier in the day. If I usually have like something sweet after lunch, um, I might have to like cut that back to a smaller sweet after lunch to have like the larger treat after dinner. So again, um, just pre-planning though is the biggest thing. So it's, it's the same thing as like when you're going to, um, spend money and like allocating like how much money you have. You have a budget. And so it's, you know what you can spend money on. It's the same thing with your calories. It's it's being frugal with your calories so that you can have a little more to spend on um, a treat <laughs> if you need the treat in the day. But if you plan ahead and you pre-log your food, it's easier to do that. And you know that you're going to eat adequately all day long. You're not going to starve yourself to death to have this thing. Um, but you still have something to look forward to in your day. So pre-logging your food is hands down the easiest way to do this and logging that item first and then working back backwards from there. So if it's an ice cream, a donut, a piece of cake, Plug that in first and then work your day around that item. Um, The next one is um, just kind of like filling it out for, I would say, give yourself like 10 minutes or so um, just to really, because I think sometimes when we're sitting around and we're bored, um, we often think that we're hungry or it's like we think there's something like 
we want to snack just mindlessly because we're that's what we're used to doing, like sitting around and like munching on something, watching TV, and you're not even really hungry. So it might be one of those that you think you might be hungry, but it's um, don't give in to the urge right away is where I'm going with this. So it's give it 10 minutes, give it anywhere from five to 15 minutes where you're just sitting with it and like, do I really want that thing? Am I really hungry? Probably not. I've probably just thought about it or scrolled on Instagram and saw somebody eating something or one of those food pages that we all follow because we're crazy like that. And then you like see this thing and you're like, oh, my God, I need that right now. Um, So, again, just like sit with it for a few minutes and like ask yourself, am I really hungry? Do I really want that? If and a good question to even like add on to that is to know if you're hungry, if it were chicken and broccoli, would I eat it? If the answer is no, you're not really hungry. You're just like wanting a thing Um, and not saying that you can't have it. It's just sometimes when you like sit with it and you think like the reason you're going to eat it is just to be eating it. It's not even that you were hungry. Um, Sometimes when you realize that it's like, okay, I don't really need that or I don't really even want it. It was just kind of like in my brain. So again, give yourself um, a few minutes just to see if it's like, something that, you know, that you're hung, like really hungry or that you even really want. Um, and again, I use that question, like if it was chicken and broccoli, would I be eating it right now? If the answer is no, then I know I'm not hungry. I'm just, you know, wanting this thing. Um, and then the last one that I'll say on here is, and I'm not telling you to not eat the thing, whatever it might be. Um, it's just questioning Again, like, do you really want it? And if you do, it's fine. Have it. Like, I'm not saying like restrict where you won't have it. It's just, um, you know, have a little taste of whatever it is or allow yourself to have it. Um, You don't have to get carried away. I always, you know, say this. Don't eat like it's your last meal on death row. Um, So you can still enjoy the thing, even if it's going to put you over your calories for the day. Um, it's better to just go ahead and like have it than restrict and then end up overeating on it later or overeating like on tons of things later um, and just getting like really carried away with it. So sometimes you're better off to just have whatever it is and move on. And that's the thing is just because you have it, you don't have to let it snowball and spiral into this whole big thing where you just like eat everything in the pantry because you had a piece of cake you had a piece of cake and went over your day by 300 calories, big deal, move on, you know, at your next meal, you don't even have to wait till the next day at your next, next meal. Or, you know, if it's breakfast or maybe you did that early in the day, it wasn't even at night. It doesn't mean you have to eat like an asshole the rest of the day. You can still at your next meal, choose to eat good quality food and just put yourself right back on track. It's not a big deal. Don't make it a big deal. It's only a big deal when you let it be. So again, don't let it spiral into this thing. Go ahead and get yourself back together, back on track at your next meal. Again, you don't have to wait till Monday or the next week or whatever it is. Um, just know that, you know, one snack, one dessert, one meal, whatever, um, even if it puts you over your calorie budget, it's not detrimental unless you let it be. So it's never the one meal that makes us gain all the weight. It's what we do after that and let it snowball into, you know, a couple of meals, then a weekend, then a week, then a month. And you guys get the idea. So um, again, you don't have to wait until the next week or a Monday or whatever to get yourself back on track. 
go ahead at your next meal and clean things up and just get right back to what um, what you would do normally. So again, I'm just going to run through those really quickly. It's auditing your environment, making sure that you're keeping the types of foods that you would want to eat in the house. And if there are certain things that you have a hard time controlling yourself with, try to get them in portion, like smaller portion sizes, or if you need to like push them to the back of the pantry so they're not at eye level, do that. The second one was pre-logging your food and planning ahead and plugging in the dessert or whatever that food was first and working your day around it. The third one was um, just sitting with it for a few minutes and seeing, are you really hungry? Do you really want the thing? And asking the question, okay, if it was chicken and broccoli, would I still eat it? And knowing if you're hungry. And then the last one was just um, not to spiral and not to let it, if you do eat the thing, just get right back on plan. Don't, um, you know, don't spiral. Don't let it turn into a big thing. So this one's short and sweet, but I definitely know this one is going to resonate a lot um, with a ton of you guys because, again, I hear this so frequently from you. So if you've got a friend that this is going to help, make sure that you share it with them. As always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found a value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One. Take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.